we've seen success where a lot of plans have focused on that recovery process specifically and clear provider communication as well as really clear internal metric visibility as well to hold internal constituents accountable. Payment accuracy programs are critical to delivering value to health plan members. Some plans excel at recovery management while others struggle, and the difference in financial results is significant. But regardless of size, any health plan can improve its recovery results by pulling a few key levers. Welcome to episode 17 of From the Trenches, a podcast from Cotivity. On the show, we're digging deep into the latest trends in healthcare analytics that help organizations make the most of their data. I'm Jeff Robinson, Senior Manager of Corporate Communications here at Cotivity, and today on the show, we look at what drives success in recovering claim overpayments. My guests are Chris Mastro, Vice President of Operations for Cotivity. Chris, thank you for joining us once again. Happy to be here, Jeff. And we're also joined again by Jeremy Bamford, Senior Product Director for Cotivity's Payment Accuracy Team. Jeremy, thanks for joining the podcast as well. Thanks for having me, Jeff. So, Jeremy, can you describe how health plans really can build an ideal retrospective recovery program? Well, Jeff, it's really, really critical to align your recovery program content with your operational process. So quite often we see this as individualized by plan and claim system specific. So it's not really a one shoe fits all kind of approach. So understanding kind of that throughput and tweaking and designing your process to align with that is really, really key. So, you know, really uh, that focuses on a couple of key areas. So We've seen success where a lot of plans have focused on that recovery process specifically and clear provider communication, as well as really clear internal metric visibility as well to hold internal constituents accountable. So at a provider level, a clear explanation of the overpayment, especially when concepts get quite complex, uh, more detail is required. Given that level of specificity to the providers, we see drives overall recovery success. And then really kind of secondly, optimizing those savings by prioritizing the inventory and really obtaining that upfront plan alignment with your concepts and what you're pursuing. So you're really kind of getting that enterprise visibility and really upfront buy-in. So there's really no surprises so that when it does come to actual uh, the collection process, You've really kind of got alignment and more importantly, provider network is on board and really kind of supporting that process through with the provider, especially if there's a pushback or questions on a particular concept that becomes really key. So that kind of upfront alignment is a huge recovery success factor. I was going to say, ask Jeremy, so you mentioned prioritizing inventory. What's your perspective on age inventory and impacts there? Yeah, thanks, Chris. I mean, that is a challenge. Obviously, the longer it takes to recover a claim, the less likelihood you're going to have of actually successfully recovering it. So we've found that uh, by really kind of prioritizing uh, and increasing that focus on providers that are stuck in the inventory management, you can come up with some resolution strategies, again, partnering with provider network to really help you resolve those and really reduce your kind of backlog of aged inventory. So lastly, kind of minimizing that overall recovery process timeline is really, really key. You know, obviously that success diminishes over time. So anything greater than 180 days, we see it as having a very low likelihood of success. 
so you know that continual monitoring is really kind of key in limiting the amount of inventory that goes into that bucket of inventory. Mm-hmm. And as a follow-up question, Jeremy, can you describe some of the most impactful drivers of success when it comes to recovery management programs? We actually conducted a study uh, across our entire client portfolio, um, really kind of analyzing what was the root cause and challenges associated with recovery savings at health plans. And we kind of really came to a conclusion of three top drivers or common denominators where plans were really successful, were really kind of focused around one claim validation. Those plans that migrated from an individual claim validation process to a more upfront concept buy-in, typically with sampling of claims so you can see and get a look and a feel for, for the specific issue do some analysis and some QA on those claims, really allowed for scale. And, you know, we saw this as a huge bottleneck in some plans where, again, individualizing that that claim validation process really proved to be, one, a time-consuming event, and two, uh, quite laborsome on on resources. So uh, moving towards a more enterprise kind of concept approval process uh, we saw as you know really driving the what we call auto validation approval uh, and, and helped overall reduce that recovery timeline and drove increased volume through the process so that was a really kind of key area of success in a lot of plans one thing jeremy we've seen um, aging and validation and, and plans typically have resource constraints it tends to be one of the, a common bottleneck both in sort of elongating the recovery cycle but also constraining savings because you're capping your, your overpayment findings with your capacity to actually validate each claim that comes through manually. Yeah, exactly, Chris. I mean, that was huge. We, we saw it a lot of plans. And then, you know, an, another big step forward we saw were, were those plans that developed and focused on batch offset and or automated offset processing. So again, moving away from kind of manual individual claim adjustments to syncing up with like uh, concepts and focusing on batch adjusting like concepts. So that way you can sync with the right error codes, root cause codes, and do things in batch rather than individual claims. So again, you're eliminating those resource constraints. It's more scalable and, and again, accelerates that recovery timeline. So Jeremy, you've talked about offsetting. What do health plans do when offsetting claims uh, isn't an option? Great question, Jeff. You know, offsets, while great and kind of crisp and an accelerated timeline, is not always an option. So quite often we see where either providers um, have a limited amount of future payments going out the door, or there are contractual restrictions at a provider level um, restricting offsets. So where we've seen plans develop a successful strategy is to really kind of supplement that offset process with a manual collection process. So that's really kind of outreaching to the providers, doing a follow-up, probably establishing a lockbox really helps drive success here so there's accountability. Um, But we've seen that those plans that develop that process in addition to their offset capabilities really kind of kicked up a gear in terms of overall conversion success. So, you know, we saw plans with only offset ability uh, teetering around the 70, 75% mark. 
and then those plans that kind of really had that manual process for, for collections on top of the offset process jumped up to nearer that 85 percentile range so you know hugely successful there but again requires succinct prioritization and that feedback loop from the health plan to to the vendor to prioritize and, and manage that recovery process. I think maybe to add, it's important to manage inventory and manual collections at the provider level. You know, there may be a temptation I've seen where folks will break claims up based on data mining or pharmacy or coordination of benefits and split those out potentially to different recovery partners. And you have multiple folks all calling the same provider on behalf of the health plan, which can unintentionally create additional provider abrasion delay conversion or confusion. Whereas if you, you can manage that holistically, it, it can help with the provider relationship and also accelerate conversion. Yeah, that's a great point, Chris. So Chris and Jeremy, we've talked about strategies for recovery management success. Can you kind of give a few examples of how successful the top health plans have been in these programs? Yeah. Firstly, I would like to point out, it's not just about the large national plans. You know, we've seen success even at smaller plans that, again, have developed a really good thought out operational process that aligns with their systems, uh, their people, and their vendor partners. A good benchmark that we've seen are plans that can recover with that conversion within a 90-day window, that is from from the time of which you have an overpayment finding to actually realizing the recovery savings with a conversion rate of greater than 75%. So that is how much of our savings per billion do we actually save? So those plans that have benched well in those, those areas, again, not just the large national plans, but we've seen you know plenty of small plans that have a well-thought-out process that have driven really success around those two metrics. Again, you know, aligning to their claims system, their process, and their infrastructure is really, really key uh, to, to how they manage that inventory through the cycle. Yeah, and as you said earlier, Jeremy, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. We've seen clients with great performance and speed and, and conversion, whether they've optimized their, their concept approval process and have a, a well-structured, good governance process so a claim moves quickly through, or clients that have invested on the back end with, with great auto um, batch offset capabilities or cross-platform offsetting to accelerate conversion. We've been joined by Chris Mastro, Vice President of Operations for Cotivity. Chris, pleasure to have you on the podcast again. Thanks for having me. And Jeremy Bamford is Senior Product Director for Payment Accuracy at Cotivity. Jeremy, thank you for your insights today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, Jeff. If you missed part one of our podcast with Chris and Jeremy, where we look at the value of having an embedded payment recovery team within your health plan, be sure to go back and listen for their insights. You've been listening to From the Trenches, a healthcare analytics podcast from Cotivity. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. I'm Jeff Robinson. Join us again soon for more insightful conversations into how to turn data into insights into action. Thanks for listening.